0: Play that fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is The Panda. And we are SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining. Uh, Special guest, guest host filling in for Punk Rock Santa. I'm
0: starting to think that he's. Uh, we're going to call him part-time Punk Santa. Part-time Punk Santa. <laughs> Love you, Chris.
1: He just recorded the last episode, and that was episode 78. So this is a special episode here, 78.5. And he started posting because he actually was here on social media, on his Instagram and his Facebook, back at it. Yeah. But <laughs> we could be posting today. Not today. Nope, not today. Not today. Next time. Part-time. All right. Uh, I got the panda here with me Joey thanks for joining yet again. yeah welcome I, I mean it's I guess I can say
0: uh, welcome myself back. Yeah. you can tell over the holidays that I'm not as busy as normal so it's good to be able to
1: come kind of hang out. Yes it uh, works out well for the show. Uh, this episode uh, I, I was talking with Joey trying to figure out what are we gonna do for this special episode here and he wasn't much help no and so <laughs> uh, something I, I had on the burner ready to go. Uh, was songs from the year 1977. So we talk about on this show a lot how influential the year 1977 is and the bands and the songs and everything that comes out. It's one of those things like 77 and 82 are two of the most talked about years as far as influence. Though punk, you know, Ramones and MC5 and The Clash and numerous other bands were around late 60s early 70s and we can debate on when that really started but you know some real influence started this year and a lot of stuff came out so this is what we're doing all tracks that started in 77 joey might not be as into this era of music but it's going to be fun to get his take on all of these tracks you know I, i i wasn't even born in this era i don't know about you but you're close I was born in the last week of 1979, so I definitely wasn't around for any of these tracks, and definitely wasn't around to see any of these bands playing these songs live, at least when they first came out.
0: You know, the fiancé, like, so you were born in the last week of 79? Right. So according to her, she was, well, I mean, she would be 89. Okay. And... She says, no, I'm an 80s child. So do you claim to be a 70s child? No. Okay, you're an 80s child,
1: (laughs) I was seven days old when the 70s ended. Uh, I definitely don't remember a single thing.
0: Yeah, no, not her. She's like, I'm an 80s
1: child. No, you're you're fucking not. No, No, I am. Were you around when the first Nintendo came out? No, then you can't claim it. Yeah, I was, not her. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right, let's jump into some music. Uh, this first up, so I'm going to go chronological order. But there's uh, looks like what five tracks that didn't have an actual release date, just that they were released in 1977. So we're going to play those first because those could have been released in January. I don't know, couldn't find it. First up, we're going to play a band from New York City, The Dictators. Their album Manifest Destiny was their second studio album, and this track is called Science Gone Too Far. Are you familiar with The Dictators? No, no, no. I an mean, influential band. Uh, A lot of people will talk uh, about the Dictators, and, uh, you know, we'll talk about more, but London, New York City, you know, 1977, that's where so many of the bands and so much of the scene was happening and giving birth there. Not every band's going to be from New York and London on the show for this episode, but these guys, we're going to kick it off with a band from New York City as the Dictators. Let's listen to a little bit of Science Has Gone Too Far. I'm the ground! Science has gone too far, Joey.
0: What do you think of the dictators? Science hasn't gone far enough, but you know, the, I like it. You know, you could definitely tell listening to these guys from back then, this
1: is this has definitely helped pave that way for punk where punk rock came to right? 80, So yeah. No, you know, some good. bands are you know, we before the show we were talking about, you know, you can debatable on some bands being punk and not and some bands kinda of starting off punk and maybe evolving into something different in 1977 this is that's, that's the sound of punk rock I mean, that was punk rock for sure eh? alright next up uh, Coxbear they released their debut album in 78 but they did release a single prior to in 1977 so this probably came out at the end of the year but Run and Riot this was their very first single release they're from London if you don't know them you gotta check them out but if you listen to this show you know of them Myself, for sure. I talk about them pretty regularly. Chris talks about them.
0: You just talk about them because of the name Cock. Cock. Cockspare. Just hoping that they spare that cock. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: not one of the most
1: influential bands. Yes. Formed in 1972. Yes. So, you know, been around and not having a release until 77, album in 78. You know, they played They played for a bit before. But one thing I say about this band all the time is sometimes you hear hearing punk. You know, maybe the sound doesn't sound as polished, and maybe that's what makes it punk. But these guys have always sounded like they play their instruments well and they compose very well. Just a great sound, and that's probably why they're so influential. This is Running Riot. Let's check it out. Right, Joe Thoughts on Coxpire Running Riot
0: You know I, Like I keep
1: telling you This is before my time But I think uh, This whole time I was missing out Right Yeah You I, that, know All this stuff's gonna be Before both of our time yeah. And all this stuff's gonna be Before a lot of people That listen to the show's time But huh? that's the great thing About music And good music It stands the test of time yeah. So we have the opportunity to hear and get influenced by something that's been released 40 years ago. It's been 41 years since 1977. Wow. Yeah, the, I mean, this is
0: uh, every time I'm on the show with you. It's I think our music ranges so
1: much, and so right. now now I'm learning on this end
0: <laughs> when I'm usually trying to bring you a little treat, a little difference.
1: Maybe on the next time you're on here, you should put something together that you think. You can spill the knowledge, as I may be doing on this episode. Yeah, all right, deal. Okay? Okay, challenge accepted. Okay. This right here, we have Generation X. I was telling you about these guys because Billy Idol. This is Billy Idol. You can hear Billy Idol. This is what he did before he was solo Billy Idol. He was Generation X. And the the great sound, uh, 100 punks, uh, a ton of great tracks. I went with your Generation. It was on the album Generation X. And that was the first single released by Generation X. Probably at the end of the year, and I'll discuss why on the next band. But again, I didn't have an actual release date. So their first album come out after in 78. So a few of these bands here at the beginning released singles, albums to follow. Uh, Generation X, cool band. Listened to them for uh, at least 10 years or so when I first come across them. So let's take a listen to Generation X.
2: Generation X. Charge
1: This is back when Billy Idol was definitely punk. Yeah. Not that he isn't, or, or hasn't been, but he definitely was at this time. Now, I, I, like I was telling you,
0: is I don't think I would say, hey, that's fucking Billy Idol. Right. Oh, Before, the music just, yeah, it's just, uh, I would have never guessed that was Billy Idol.
1: Just listening to it. Well, I probably should have changed the order, but I left it this way. No, no, I like it. Chelsea, this band Chelsea, they're also from London, uh... Well, Chelsea specifically, but that's where Generation X is from. And I didn't—I should have said that before to lead into this right here. So this band Chelsea is actually made up of three of the four members in the band Chelsea went on to create Generation X with Billy Idol. With Billy Idol, yeah. So this is the band that turned into what we just heard. Okay. And I'm sure there—you know—again, this is just a, an, another single. So Chelsea released this single called Right to Work. And it was uh, the first single that they released. Again, they're from London. Uh, I'm going to guess beginning of the year, Generation X came out at the end of the year as far as those tracks go. I came across this song by Chelsea on Marky e. Ramone's Punk Rock Blitzkrieg probably 10, 15 years ago.
0: I can't find anything on it what you're looking for, but... I was... I would never guess that. I I would never know that Billy Idol did all this before Billy Idol. I thought,
1: right? Well, Billy Idol wasn't this band. The guys from this band left, and with Billy Idol created Generation X. Okay, yeah, yeah, because
0: it's showing even in here in the Wikipedia, Billy Idol
1: was a past member of Chelsea. Uh, Maybe on like iterations of it. But as you can tell, this is not Billy Idol's voice. He was not the singer of this band. Okay, but he for sure was the singer of Generation X. Uh, the band Chelsea, Right to Work uh, Very politically charged song And a lot of, that's what a lot of punk was uh, Especially coming out of London At the time uh, y- y- You know, singing about what was going on there And that's what this song is about too Right to Work, let's check it out I don't
2: even know what
1: Right to work, that was Chelsea, again 77, guys left the band, created Generation X. Uh, They're out of London, last three bands all out of London. Joe, this next band though, we're going to jump over to LA, we are only got two LA bands on this list, one of them, the Weirdos. I like to be weird. The Weirdos, uh, famous for that song, the Neutron Bomb, you ever ever heard that one? We got the Neutron Bomb? No. Alright, well, maybe you've heard that. I know. (laughs) You missed out on some classic punk. This right here, this is where all punk evolved from, whether the bands that are making music now know it or not. They came from this this era. All right. They may not be directly influenced, but those that they are influenced by, you you know, the the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, you know that game? No. That's how (laughs) punk works. (laughs) I'm not good at this one. Alright, this is the Weirdos' Destroy All Music EP. It was their debut release in 77. This is the title track, Destroy All Music.
2: Destroy All Music just get it Just get it Destroy all music.
1: Oh! All right, that's the weirdos. Destroy all music. Now we're gonna get into a release that came out on January first, nineteen seventy-seven, and it's the first track. From the Jam on this episode because they released another album. This was their debut studio album. They're from Surrey in England. Not not as familiar with my English geography, so I don't know how close to <laughs> London that might be. But they're from Surrey. Their initial release is called "In the City." This is the title track, "In the City." Let's get down with your geography i jam in the city they're from england Uh, they put out two albums again this was released january 1st 1977 so the very first release of the year goes to the jam but next up we're going to go to the ramones first release of the year but it's actually their second studio album and it was released january 10th 1977 they released leave home and this is Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment. Again, if you don't know the Ramones, they're from New York. But if you don't know the Ramones, you need to know the fucking Ramones we, if you're into punk music, right? I'm,
0: if you don't know the Ramones, just... Seven back. seven
1: yeah. Degrees of Punk. Somebody that you're listening to, if you're listening to this show, was influenced by this band. Yes, yeah, crazy. Or for sure bands on this show. This episode. Anyway, we're going to jump into some Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment. Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment.
2: When I want to shock
1: that's the Ramones uh, this was original lineup this album and the next one both had Tommy Ramone on the drums before Marky Ramone took over on the drums so all original lineup on that particular Ramones release this here is the Buzzcocks this was released January 29th 77 they like? released Spiral Scratch EP this track's called Breakdown and it was their debut release these guys are from Bolton, England again I have no idea how close this is to London. It's probably around the London. Block. I'm thinking. It's around right. the block? Around
0: the block, I'm yeah, thinking. You, you probably got it. You like these guys, though, I, I take it. I do. Because it says cock in the name.
1: Yes. <laughs> bands with the name cock. I, I'm into that. Why don't we just
0: do a whole episode on cock? Uh,
1: bands with the name cock in the title? <laughs> well, we already got two from this episode. I'll have to find a few more. Cock tees. I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there with that name. <laughs> well... This track right here, Breakdown, uh, Buzzcocks. Unfortunately, all you Buzzcocks fans, Pete Shelley, original and primary singer songwriter, he just died about two weeks ago. On December 6th of this year, unfortunately. Uh, Let's take a listen to the Buzzcocks. That's the Buzzcocks. Joey's just telling me that he's not as familiar with this version of the Buzzcocks, or maybe Buzzcocks in general. But I think he is Buzzcocks. The singles going steady. They released that. Tons of great tracks. I'm sure you've heard something from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're old
0: though. So, <laughs> like, yeah, this is not my time. And I'm I'm learning though. I'm over here making notes and I didn't away. get
1: into listening to the majority of the stuff until. This stuff had been around for probably 20, 25 years. So, because it was in '77, just because I might be what four or five years yeah, older than you, a little you, bit older, doesn't make <laughs> it my time. It just makes me feel better. <laughs> it's helping me
0: feel better about this. How about the damned? Do you know yeah, the damn? I, I know. I know that I don't know the damn like you know the damn, but okay. I've heard of the damn.
1: Okay. Well, they released damned, damned, damned. On February 18th, 77. This track, New Rose, probably one of their biggest, if not their biggest, tracks. They're from London, and this was their debut studio album. <laughs> Have you heard that song? Does it sound familiar? No. No? <laughs> you know, so I, many classics. I'm not, I'm not you're not getting exposed you. to yeah, the classics Yeah, I today. am getting exposed. I'm, I'm vulnerable right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is The Clash. I know you know The Clash. You Everybody knows the clash. the clash. They're the only band that matters, right? I don't know about the only band that matters, but... No, that was the yeah. same. Oh. That's what they said. <laughs> Well, the yeah. Clash. It was the only band that matters. That's what The Clash said. Very political band. This again, they're from London, so a lot of these London bands with releases coming out. Very political, you know, and that's what career opportunities. Similar to Right to Work from Chelsea. Uh, the Clash. They released this album, their their debut studio album, on uh, April eighth. They called The Clash, and. Have you heard this one? We played a couple other tracks that you're probably more familiar with on the show before from this album. So I picked something that we hadn't played yet. But it's pretty good. And this is a, you know, uh, this album, very well-known album. there's a lot of cool documentaries movies and such about the clash i recommend going and seeing i can't think of the ones i've seen but watch any of them it's an interesting story Uh, joe strummer left the band he was originally in started this up with mick jones paul Simonon, uh topper heaton i think is how you say his name anyway so go check that out uh again that was career opportunities we're going to play at yet another band from London. Can you believe all these bands from London releasing this shit? These great punk bands in 1977. London was was a happening place yeah. for the punk scene in 77. I think that's where you
0: should have been born.
1: In London. your background. Yeah, yeah, love for the
0: London. No, this is awesome. You did a good job of choosing the, this, uh, this show for tonight. So you can just stump me.
2: So I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come with some fire on the
0: next episode. I'm here. So everybody, be that. listening, and be ready for the next episode. It's on.
1: Right. No, this uh, is good though. The Vibrators. <laughs> they released the album Pure Mania again. Another debut studio album. So many of these bands' first single, debut studio album release. So much happening that year. And the Vibrators released this June 1st. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Alright, we're getting close to about the midway point of this show Through the songs, all that Any of these stand out to you as something that, you know Bands or a sound that you're like, I want to go check them out
0: Yeah, I mean, every one of these so far Like I've been telling you, I think I missed out on a whole era of music Especially from London Right No, this is, is like like I was just saying, this is good This is a good episode
1: Another band from London Right here. I don't know if everybody knows that. From London I, I Motorhead. Yeah, I did not. I would never guess Motorhead was from London. Right? Without knowing So, Well, anybody who's not familiar with Motorhead, where the fuck have you been? They kind of turned into more of a metal sound as they evolved. You know, they made 22 studio albums, I think, and compilations and all that other shit. Lemmy just died a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, so they've been around a long time, but when they first started, man... This right here, this is Motorhead with the debut album Motorhead singing the fucking track called Motorhead. some early, early Motorhead, because that is Motorhead's debut studio album. Can you believe all these debut studio albums from all these bands and all these bands from England we played right there in a row? We're going to play somebody from somewhere else coming up. Yeah,
0: England was happening. Right? Well,
1: that was released August 21st. On August 29th, just over a week later, Iggy Pop released his second studio album. Grandfather of Punk because right? Yeah, the Stooges, one of the original punk bands for sure That's where Iggy Pop was uh, His second studio album here is Lust for Life This is the track Lust for Life uh, He kind of went a little bit different But I mean, uh, Passenger I-, I almost played that track on this episode The Passenger, that's a-, a classic punk rock song Sounds very similar to a lot of the stuff the Stooges did This one, a little bit different than what the Stooges sound was in my opinion I mean I've, you've heard this song, right? Yeah, of course. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at his high school photo, you'd never guess that would be Iggy Pop. Right? I mean, he looked so innocent and not no punk rock for sure, but then Right? You now he's known as the grandfather of punk rock. Right. And he used to be a drummer. I just found out on Wikipedia. Yes, <laughs> I didn't know There's that. There's a
1: documentary about the Stooges out there. I've seen it. Check that out. I'll have to
2: check that Very out. Very
1: interesting. Sure. Iggy Pop was in there a bunch I just saw Iggy Pop I was just telling you Punk Rock Bowling Just over a year ago Of course he played this song But that guy So much energy Still puts on a phenomenal show At, oh, yeah. at his age Right Because this guy yeah, started In the s- late 60's I mean yeah. this guy's 70 something I, I I don't know Age offhand 71 71 yes. There you go 71. And he's still out there Killing it
0: From Michigan Not, not England <laughs> Yes <laughs> Muskegon
1: the Muskegon That's uh, Stooges from Michigan. Uh, Let's listen to a little bit of Iggy doing Lust for Life. And I'm... Lust for Life, Iggy Pop, again, influential, man. Uh, So many cool tracks, so many good bands coming out. Uh, You know, he, a lot of these bands debut albums this year. What he was doing with the Stooges, influencing a lot of these bands. And we have a couple other bands like that, you know, that were uh early 70s doing stuff and that's what these bands were listening to as they're coming up because all these guys are you know teenagers more than likely early 20s as they're creating these bands but iggy pop uh iconic song The song's been around soundtracks shoot i remember hearing this in the 90s thinking it was like a new song like when i was in high school you know and was, but the song had been, already been out longer than i had been alive. Just
0: just like everybody's doing right now with um
1: what song is it with uh Africa? Oh, yeah. Toto. Yeah, Toto. Uh, somebody covered it, I think. Uh Seeing all
0: these kids posting up. This new song. Is it Weezer? Great. Yeah, by Weezer, yeah.
1: Yeah, Weezer and covered Weezer it.
0: Weezer covered this new song. You guys got to hear it. Wait a second. <laughs> you ain't serious. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I came out in the 80s. <laughs> That's like one of the like biggest song ago. singles ever released. Yeah, ever. Yes. That's crazy, but no, it's showing here. Iggy Pop was he—he uh, he learned a lot of his stage moves from uh, Jim Morrison. Nice. So I thought that's pretty cool. That is cool. A lot of uh, influential vocals from Mick Jagger and James Brown. That's cool. That is cool. See, it's punks seven taking degrees. their
1: influences from all over the place, and you it, got it. Seven, seven degrees, degrees of
0: Kevin Bacon, right?
1: I'm getting it now. You see, yeah, yes, you getting it now. You got it. All right, this is Richard Hell and the Voidoids. I was telling you a little bit about Richard Hell because you didn't know Richard Hell. I like a lot of these groups, but uh, with Richard Hell, he was a former member of the Neon Boys. Neon Boys turned into television. So anybody that's familiar with the band television, uh, he left those bands to join the Heartbreakers, who were going to be playing, but he's a very short stint with the Heartbreakers. Uh, He wrote this track, Blank Generation, while he was still with television. Richard Hell and the Voidoids. This was their debut studio album. It was Blank Generation, the track we're listening to, obviously, Blank Generation. And it was released September 1st, 1997. A lot of New York bands, uh, saving a lot of them, I guess, towards this part of the, the episode. Have you heard this one, Joe? I have not.
0: Nope, I have not. But I'm reading here, and I'm I'm seeing here. I was I think I'm gonna know more about this band after we get a couple more songs down and realizing he was uh these guys were all involved with each other one way or another. Right. Yeah.
2: belong to the generation, I can take it or leave it each time.
1: Black Generation, what do you think of that? It's kind of a different, it's definitely punk, but a little bit different kind of tempo than some of these other ones we're going
0: yeah, this is. I mean, it's slow I mean, the, the beat, everything else, a little slower. It, it's it's a whole different punk than what I was thinking of. You know, you listen to the '80s punk, and it's a lot more picked up pace, and everything sure. else is more calm down and you know, evolution of punk, my friend. I'm I'm learning here. I, I'm telling you, we're, we're gonna have some fun when I come back.
1: Nice. <laughs> this release came out uh, about two weeks after the last one. This was September 16th, '77. This is Talking Heads. Their debut studio album was Talking Heads 77. And everybody knows this song if you know the Talking Heads. Psycho Killer. It's a bunch of art students that got involved with the punk scene and they created Talking Heads. Their music kind of evolved into more of an, maybe an, I don't know what to call it, an artsier style, kind of branching a little away from their punk rock roots Mm -hmm. that you're hearing. But, it's
0: definitely, definitely an artsy style band, punk right. band. So yeah, if you know anything about Talking Heads, you know this song. Sure. Yes.
1: It up on there, there, it. There's a goof on my part. That was Psycho Killer. That's a cool bass line. you got to hear the bass line again. I hit the wrong thing on when I hit the mouse here, oh. unfortunately. So we're going to wind that down and get into the next track. Good job. Yeah, you know, that's how we do it here. Sometimes I just fuck it up. <laughs> well,
0: you know, that, that's what's the fun part about this. is you, We're just winging it
1: pretty yes. much and just hanging out. So, debut album there from Talking Heads. Now we got the debut album from the Dead Boys. We're gonna go to Cleveland for this. These guys came out of Cleveland. This was released on October first. There's a bunch of releases. We're gonna hit three releases from October first, and another one on October third. So a whole bunch came out like right at the same time. And this is one: uh, young, loud, and snotty. All this and more. Is the name of the track. These guys, uh, one of the... They have a reputation, at least at the time in the, in the 70s in the punk scene. They were known as one of the rowdiest and most violent punk groups in that era. They look like really nice guys, though.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think their name was Stiv Bader's, I think was the singer, and... Uh, Cheetah Chrome The guitar player So with names like that Of course There's a bunch of nice guys Right? A bunch of nice guys
0: (laughs) Steve Bader And Cheetah Yes I like Cheetah
1: (laughs) You gonna change your name? Would you consider Changing your name To Cheetah Chrome?
0: No No, I wanna come up With something more pretty (laughs) (laughs) Just so people Leave me alone And don't think I'm a mean guy
2: Like you guys.
1: Yes Alright this is all this and more. Right, Dead Boys We're gonna go right into Another release From October 1st And it's The Runaways It was actually Their third studio album They had a second studio album Released earlier in the year It was the last album With Sherry Curry uh, This one Is actually Their first studio album Featuring Joan Jett On lead vocals And if you don't know About this band It is uh, Joan Jett Lead of Ford Sherry Curry Was the singer So I'm sure If you know anything about 80's rock you know Joan Jett know and Joan you know Jett. Lita Ford. Yeah. So this is the Runaways doing school days off of the album Waiting for the Night. Again, third studio album. These guys came out of Los Angeles, California. So this is a third studio album, but first one was Joan Jett. Joan Jett singing. She was already yeah, in the band Joan Jett singing, playing, yeah. but now she's doing the vocals. Okay. Cherry Bomb. Remember that song yeah. Cherry Bomb? Yeah. That was that's the runaways off of I believe that was the first album. Okay. Yeah. That's the runaways. You fan of the runaways now. I know the runaways. Because you know Joan yeah. Jet and you know you should know Lita Ford too. I know yeah, Joan yeah. Jet's probably the yeah. more popular of the two, but Lita Ford's still very popular. Did a, a song with Ozzy, had her own solo stuff, you know. So you know she, Joan,
0: Joan Jet was just here too. Uh, yeah. A couple months ago. So
1: yeah. all right. So next band up, we've got Sham sixty nine. They're from Hersham in England. Hersham. Hersham, you get that? Sham 69, Hersham. Oh, okay. <laughs> Clever. Clever. Yes. Yeah, so, Sham 69, definitely one of the more popular punk bands, original punk bands. Uh, this was their first single. It was released October 1st, 1977. It's called "I Don't Wanna," and it was a single released before uh, the first album came out. So, let's take a listen to Sham 69. Pretty cool, you know, a lot of these bands were hearing the debut stuff, like the first stuff they came out with in that influential year of 1977, that's I Don't Wanna, Sham 69. Hmm. Two days later, so we had three releases on October 1st, two days later we have Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, we talked about them earlier when we were talking about Richard Hell and the Voidoids. Uh, they originally called the Heartbreakers, changed it to Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, not to be confused with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I don't know why not. It's Tom Petty. <laughs> well, they're, I think they were doing different styles of music, right?
0: Yeah, just a little bit. Right. You know, they uh, this came out on my birthday six years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> See, you didn't miss it by too much. Yeah, no. I was right there waiting the whole time, and my parents just helped me miss this error. But it's okay. You're, you're helping me out. You're educating
1: me right now. There you go. You're going to go back and listen to all these bands. <laughs> this band, uh, two of the guys from the band, Johnny Thunders and Jerry Nolan, they came from the New York Dolls, early 70s. I was talking about that a little bit earlier. Uh, very influential band. Again, New York Dolls are going to be influencing these bands right here. These guys are jumping in, and this was the uh, only studio album that Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers put out. It's called L A M F, like a motherfucker, like a motherfucker. That's what it stood for. Don't
0: ask kids nowadays though, because they're be like, I, I don't know. I know L M F A O though. Yeah, L <laughs> O L,
1: O M G. Yeah, before there was L M F A O, there was L A M F. Back these, in '77, these guys started it in '77. There you go. Thanks a lot. This track is "Born to Lose" again, Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Hey, man. All right, that's Johnny Thunders. Joey and I were just talking about some of that guitar and and that solo in the guitar, how it harkens to that 50s, 60s sound, man. And you just some of that coming through. That was shredding back then. Yes, that was shredding. Some of the best
0: guitar playing, though. And we're we're starting to veer away from what music actually is nowadays, and it's so good to hear this stuff.
1: It is. Know where it all came from, right? Again, the seven degrees. We'll call it the seven degrees of punk rock. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, it, yeah, there you go.
0: See and then like we said, these guys also started the LAMF or MF, yeah. Yeah. LAMF, LAMF yeah, like a motherfucker. These guys started that in 77. Yes. They didn't get no street cred though like they should. They yeah. need that street cred. So we're going to go find Johnny Thunders and give him that street
1: cred. Right? We should make him a plaque. <laughs> 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 Who started this, you asshole? it's oh, awesome. All right. So we're moving on to a band that I know you're familiar with, a lot of people are familiar with, but these guys only put out one studio album. Their career spanned like two and a half years. Glenn Matlock was in the band originally, left after, I don't know, seven, eight months, something like that, and then Sid Vicious takes over on the bass. You have Johnny Rotten on vocals. Johnny Rotten moved on to be John Lydon, and he's all over in social media now because he's fat and supports uh donald trump and who knows what else but he i like how
0: you threw in there that he's fat, <laughs> he's fat. that's
1: why he's in the, in the news all day that's right <laughs> that's <awesome. laughs> uh, but if you're familiar with his band that he started in the 80s public image limited that's what he started afterwards you know hard to go back to sex pistols guys not around Sid vicious dies kills himself as well suicide it depends on what you believe, but overdose nonetheless. After he was arrested for murdering his girlfriend, Well,
0: you know I, I would have murdered myself too. <laughs> yeah, it was an overdose, out.
1: Yeah, but, overdose. Yeah, that's too bad. But this came out October twenty-eighth, nineteen seventy-seven. This is "Holidays in the Sun," and the album is "Never Mind the Bollocks." Here's the Sex Pistols. So they only had one album. They had four singles. You know you know some of them. God Save the Queen and Anarchy in the UK and all that. I know you know those. Did yeah, you know Holidays in the Sun? No. Really?
2: Yes. <laughs> Before my time, once Before again. Before your time, like all yes. the other songs. <laughs> yes. All
1: right. So Chris was actually going through some list that Rolling Stones put together about the most influential punk albums of all time. And this band right here... Wire with the, the album Pink Flag uh, That was on there And so we played a couple tracks Off of that album already Back when Chris did that So this is already you know known as an influential Not just a 77 But an influential band These guys are also from London Just as the Sex Pistols Were from London This was their debut studio album Again Pink Flag Very influential This track is called X lion Tamer Joey's already told me that he's not familiar with uh, Wire. No. How about the sound? No. No. All right. Quizzing me on it is not going to make me remember. No, no. <laughs> Let's listen to it a little bit and we'll find out what you think. Joe, that was The Wire. That's X-Lion Tamer. They have a classic punk sound. I can see why bands name them. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, we were talking about Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, and I believe this was one of the bands, you know, Chris would know because he did all the research for those those albums, but I I believe it's one of the bands that Kurt Cobain listed as an influence upon him. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, that's cool. All right, so we're going to get into the second release of this year from the Ramones but it was actually their third studio album still with Tommy Ramone on the drums. This was released November 4th 77. So they released an album January 10th and November 4th same year. That's back when you go into the recording studio, record your shit in a couple of days and like a couple of weeks later it's out, not record for weeks and then months later it comes out. That's after that's a different leaked. era that we're living in now and yeah, after it's been after leaked. After every song has been leaked. Sure. Yeah. Well, they released Rocket to Russia. This is Teenage Lobotomy. Again, they're from New York. Do you know this one? You weren't familiar with Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment. No,
0: I only How know give Chocolate.
1: Yeah, Gimme Gimme Chocolate. give Gimme yes. me Chocolate
0: from uh, Baby Metal.
1: There you go. How about Teenage Lobotomy? You know Teenage Lobotomy? Don't tell me no on this one.
0: Hold on. Let's give us some thought. Let's give us some thought. Yeah, It'll we'll come up.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that's right? right. Yeah. So yeah, the bassline's fantastic. The Ramones, and I've heard Mark Ramone. I'm a big fan of his show. Uh, and he talks about it. he talks about bands nowadays that will play. You know, they play a couple tracks, and then they take a break and they talk. They stop. They drink water. They do whatever. And they're only playing a couple tracks at a time. And a lot of bands are like that. But he would talk about how the Ramones. That's not the Ramones. That's not how punk rock was. Punk rock, you come out and you played your show. They come out. And they had two to maybe three minutes max songs, but they would come out and nail song after song after song after... And they would just... That was Teenage Lobotomy off of Rocket to Russia, second track from uh, The Roams. And now this is the second track from The Jam. They also released two this year. See, I, like
0: you said, like you, these guys just get out there and they play a show... And nonstop, Right. I can't even watch these guys do this without breaking a bone or something to me. <laughs> let alone getting up on stage and rocking out for an hour straight.
1: Right. Well, this is the jam. Again, they were from Surrey. Which, which is around the block. Around the block from London. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, pretty sure.
1: The jam, This they released their second studio album in 77. It's called This Is The Modern World. And this track is called The Modern World. Let's, let's so the jam kind of has a different punk sound. I think.
0: But you, you can hear like where this is paving the path for
1: a band like The Cure. Sure. You can hear it. I was it. just going to say, I think this is, this is punk, but I think this is kind of where that uh, new wave yeah. kind of sound starts coming from is maybe more of these type of bands as opposed to bands like the Ramones.
0: Yeah. You, you could Maybe the path hear. is already
1: starting to diverge yeah. at this point.
0: Well it is at the end of the end of the year at seventy seven. Closer to your birthday than mine. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two fucks about your view.
2: This is a world that I've heard about. So I can't use it though. Right? Start over or we're at
1: That's what they say though. They say, you know, things start to cycle back. Yeah, and so maybe maybe it will. And maybe it'll hopefully take over what we get nowadays that you get on the, uh, TV shows aren't helping. All those no. talent shows, they, they're real. all only looking for. One style of music, either pop or pop country, yep. but it's all pop music, right? Yep.
0: The American Idol sucks. I agree. Yep. And and whatever it's the other ruined everything we're supposed to be looking at. Right. They can do an entire band off that laptop right there. And, right. And it's just not not what it used to be. I agree. This is so raw, and and it was music. This is a, it paved the path for music, not where we're at now. Right. And, you know, it's all that dollar sign, that money that's put, put the music yeah.
1: in. Well, you know, the reason why is because people are paying for that music. Why is that? It's always that's safe. the question. Yeah. Uh, why are people? Why are so many people into that stuff? I don't get it. Well, I everybody. try to listen to it. I hear people. Yeah, playing stuff on their, their car or on the on the stereo when I'm out of football games and that kind of stuff and it's just it's never the stuff I'm going to listen to yeah. and I try to hear it and I try to figure out why and I just don't get it I,
0: I don't get it. like I open up open up my phone and go straight to this store and it pulls up all this music I would never listen to right
1: the store is littered the, and I, uh, what there was something the other day I can't think of who it was but the album was called Something Hooligan I'm like oh shit you know, this is somebody new. Maybe I'll listen to this. And I pull it up into some fucking rap, some bullshit, like, alright, Mr. In rap Guy, you're, you're stealing the hooligan. You ain't a hooligan I, guy.
0: That's the one thing I can't stand is that <laughs> mumble rap. Yeah. In tail. <laughs> what did you just say? I went to Japan on a Friday. What does that even mean? I don't know. It just <laughs> went. It flowed,
1: bro. Alright, this is the last release of the year. It came out December 20th. The jam was uh, November 18th. So on December 20th, just before the year ends, Eddie and the Hot Rods come out with their second studio album, Do Anything You Want to Do. Great track. Played it on an episode not that long ago. Played some covers of that before as well. This came off the album, Life on the Line, and it's Quit This Town. Let's listen to a couple segments of this. Joey's catching my typos. Fortunately, yeah. I didn't say say it out here, so well, you could hear it.
0: December twentieth, twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, that's in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It's coming future out tomorrow. Music. Oh, you All just right. leaked it. That's like we were that was
1: that was Eddie and the Hot Rods. We're gonna play one more track. This was the Clash off the original Clash uh, album. Came out uh, April eighth of that year. It's a really cool song It's a six minute song We're we'll to listen to a little bit of it here While we wind down the show uh, We'll listen to the beginning Joe, have you heard this one? No Really? You're not no. familiar with Police and Thieves? So Career Opportunities and Police and Thieves Off the original Clash album You don't know either
0: It's yeah. well, one, like, one of the bands people still talk about today
1: Right? because they Joey know. they're the only band that matters.
0: They're the only band that matters.
1: <laughs> there you go. You <laughs> Flash, the only band that matters Definitely go see a documentary This is an interesting band Joe Strummer died uh, of cancer Early 2000s uh, The date escapes me He's been gone for a while uh, The band split up They did a couple albums Split up in the 80s uh, He did Joe Strummer and the Mescalaros. Uh, Mick Jones, other guy in the band, he did he was, he was did some vocals on songs like Should I Stay or Should I Go, okay. some of those tracks, so yeah. Mick Jones did some vocals there too, Joe Strummer did a lot of the vocals, but Mick Jones did some, uh, Paul Simonon in the band, uh, these guys just super great, classic, you know, Paul Simonon was the bass player, and, you know, the the drummer of the band, Topper Heaton. I wish my name was
0: Topper. I know, right? My parents <laughs> named me a Joey. No, I could have been Topper.
1: You could have been Topper. So, these guys great. Mick Jones went on to, uh, you know, we were talking about Sex Pistols. And Johnny Rotten went on to Public Image Limited. Mick Jones had Big Audio Dynamite. And since then, he's he has a band called Carbon Silicone. Uh, so they gone on to keep playing. Mick Jones still plays. Joe Strummer, unfortunately, is gone. But definitely a very influential person for so many oh punk yeah. rockers out there. And I liken them, they started in the 70s, I liken them to the Beatles. Because oh yeah. the Beatles were such a huge band, right? Also from England. There's a lot of similarities oh. right here. And then you had Paul McCartney, John Lennon, good, uh, you know, George Harrison, good. Like Paul Simonon. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to compare Topper to Ringo, but uh, we'll leave some of the similarities uh, there. But, you know, the guys spread off great solo careers. Paul McCartney, John Lennon. Uh, Still. Joe Strummer had a a good solo career. Mick Jones, they both did. Uh, You know, one was kind of maybe the primary guy, Paul McCartney, Mm -hmm. Joe Strummer, the primaries in those bands. Mm -hmm. But... Mick Jones, uh, you know, the non-primary here is the one that stayed around as opposed to maybe John Lennon. Still huge, great solo career, though, albeit short. But he's the one that passed away, right? Yeah. So a lot of similarities between those two bands. Yeah, Seven Degrees. Seven Degrees. Seven <laughs> <laughs> music. is not this just have a cool sound? You know, like you were talking about, like, why can't music go back... The sounding like this These yeah, guys It's just cars, Right So raw too that's, that's awesome Playing the bass With a purpose Right Stands out It's not just Holding the rhythm It stands out The bass does Yeah it's
0: like Nowadays you just Hear bass players Playing at the kick drum. Right. You know, following the kick drum. No. These guys, these guys
1: just take that bass for a walk. Right. Long track. It's about it's about to wind up. Joe, thanks for joining me. I look forward to the the next time you join me because you're going to oh, make that whole playlist.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: I appreciate you sitting down for the education I provided. Yes. And everybody out there, thank you for listening. I, educate me. What did I miss? Who did I leave out? Tell me something interesting I didn't say about these bands or these songs or this year. I would love to hear it.
0: Don't don't write me and tell me, though. <laughs> you you already, already have know. some catching up to do. <laughs> I already know. You Joey yeah. already knows. I got had on this one. No, it's fun, though. It's good education.
1: I appreciate you, and I'm glad yeah. uh, I could enlighten you. I hope that you really enjoy and i hope you get to go listen and there's 20 new bands for you there you, you go. know some of these you probably already know but most of these tracks you probably heard how many of these tracks did you actually hear before uh, this show one two i know you heard two. the iggy yeah, pop two there you go and the new rose with the damned you did say you already knew that one mm. you learned something new well today was a good day
0: got my ass whooped <laughs> it was good i know so write dusty and let dusty know that uh, just don't, you know, let him know what he messed up on or don't write me and tell me what I messed up on or didn't know right. or what I missed
1: <laughs> I already know. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, until next time. Hey, you know what? By the way, you got to tell everybody Merry Christmas. Yeah, uh, once that's again. coming up. So, yeah, this I- is going to come out, this, this episode – Probably two days, maybe three days before Christmas. Yeah, so... So this will be your Christmas episode. The next episode you'll hear from us is going to come out the day after Christmas. So you guys have a very, very merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Enjoy your Christmas with your family, Christmas Eve, the holiday season. Call those people that uh, aren't around. It's that time of year. Call those people that you might not hear from. Maybe they're waiting to hear from you. And if we all wait, you know what I mean? Like I've then been, we're all going to be waiting. Yep.
0: Be, <laughs> I won't wait until the last minute on everything.
1: Yes. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Thank you.
0: It's always a pleasure.
1: Appreciate so, it. From here, you
0: play that fucking outro.